Trevor Lawrence, the Jaguars looked worse than my dog's Christmas chew toy, falling 31-27 to the Browns in Cleveland. Four turnovers. The offense just could not do anything seemingly right. Uh, from Travis Etienne getting stymied, uh, running the ball to drops and uh, the like. Action Sports Jacks, Brent Martineau back from Cleveland. What a messy game it was. And it wasn't even weather related. It just didn't seem like they were clicking at all. No, they weren't clicking at all. But I mean, listen, Cleveland's defense is pretty good, but I think this is more of a Jags problem. When you have Calvin Ridley kind of running the wrong route uh, in, in miscommunicating with Trevor Lawrence and St. Jones seems to be a little bit off. And those are the guys that have to step up and do a little bit more rich They're They're getting paid big bucks by the Jacksonville Jaguars to deliver, especially with Christian Kirk out. And it uh, just wasn't enough. I think there are too many easy mistakes for the Jacksonville Jaguars to uh, not win that football game. Then you go on the defensive side and there was Joe Flacco going over 300 yards and bust plays uh, three 30 yard plus touchdowns from Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns. Uh, just a, a poor performance by the Jacksonville Jaguars in a big spot in December. Were those two, the first uh, drive and then uh, the other touchdown toss, were those both busted coverage plays? It seemed like uh, the Jacks didn't have anyone within 20 uh, yards of the, the guy. Yeah, I would say so. And then the last one on that fourth down looked like uh, Flacco beat the blitz uh, and Darius Williams slipped and fell down for another easy touchdown on a big fourth down conversion. So uh, Cleveland's a good football team, not a great football team, but the bottom line is the big picture. This is a tough uh, week for perception for the Jags, right? They lose to Jake Browning and Joe Flacco, and those guys throw for over 660 yards and five touchdowns combined. I mean, Flacco's the fourth quarterback in. He was watching football games at his mom's house 20 days ago, and he's thrown for over 300 yards and three touchdowns against the Jags. Doesn't give me a whole lot of faith and confidence that they can stop the Baltimore Ravens, which seem to be the elite <laughs> uh, top of the class. But then again, they did it last year. Oh, it should give you confidence because that's the way the NFL works, right? You lose to Jake Browning, Joe Flacco, and then you go beat former NFL MVP Lamar Jackson. I mean, it is such such a crazy league. I, I got to believe the Jags will try to figure some things out and, and bounce back. You know, they are playing new guys. And while they won't say that, we asked them in the locker room yesterday after the game, they're the next man up mentality. And you can appreciate that, right? You've got to get it done. The bottom line is if you look at teams that get banged up, they struggle right after significant injuries. And the Jacks had a bunch of them last Monday night. Maybe by next Sunday or this coming Sunday now, they can figure out how to incorporate some of those guys and work with their strengths and weaknesses. Um, but the Jacks still have time. And listen, they're in the lead in the AFC South. They got a lot of help yesterday. This is about getting in the playoffs now, trying to get as healthy as possible and play your best football in January. And the Jaguars still have all of that still in front of them. How did Trevor Lawrence's ankle look overall? And what do he say about that? And if it slowed him down at all? I guess that's a little bit of why I'm not as panic mode as everybody else. Trevor Lawrence, I thought moved terrific in that football game. And I thought he did a lot of things. Well, you just don't know where the interceptions were on him or the other uh, guys. He didn't want to throw anybody under the bus yesterday, but the biggest story coming out of yesterday should continue to be that he's healthy. No setbacks whatsoever said he didn't tweak the ankle anymore. And as you start looking around the national football league, rich, if you have your quarterback, you have an advantage because there are a lot of teams that don't. Man, I had an awful uh, afternoon watching the game on CBS 47 on mute and then listening to the Lions lose to the Bears on uh, line. It, it was awful. And then by the time I'm 430 rolled around, I was ready to go to bed. 
Well, I do think, Rich, like there are teams, you hit lulls in the season. And I'm not making excuses for them. I'm not saying it's okay. But we're talking about a Philadelphia Eagles team that just got throttled the last two weeks. And they got throttled by good teams, not backup quarterbacks in this instance. But, you know, Alliance, should they lose to Chicago? No. Should the Jaguars have lost both games the last couple of weeks? Probably not. It's just a, a strange league. And then they got to find the right... Uh, way to get back playing their best football in the next few weeks, get in the playoffs, and then, hey, you try to go on a run. But it's wide open in the AFC, in my opinion, even with Baltimore. It does look good, and Miami has a good record, but just hasn't beaten anybody. They play tonight. Uh, Jags report live at Sneakers tonight. Who do you got? Yeah, Rayshon Jenkins scheduled to join us tonight. He did get dinged up a little bit, so we want to check on him. Um, another player that, that got banged up but came back in the game. We'll also have Rasheen Mathis joining us uh, as well tonight. Sneakers in Jack's Beach, 7 o'clock for Jags Report Live. You can watch it on Fox 30. Oh, Jags legend. Look forward to seeing that and listening to you and uh, the game that was an overreaction Monday 3-6 to 6 on Brent and Friends on ESPN 690. Brent, thanks. Double.